0: Welcome to another episode of Ten Songs About Me. Uh, with us in the studio today
1: for this episode is uh, a legend. I'd like to say, do you know what? I'm beginning to warm to the idea of that. <laughs> you, know, I'm beginning to, I'm, I'm, you know, I to, I'm, you know, there's a, a part of me that would be like, no, <clears throat> no, 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 no. But Jay Z would say, "Hov's a living legend." I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah. Everybody wanna be Hove, but no one wants to die or something like that. Yeah.
0: we'll let him introduce himself
1: my name's G money um, you may know me as a radio presenter at Homeboys radio um, but outside of that I'd like to consider myself a creative I'd like mm-hmm, to consider myself mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I think more people know me for for partnering with people and bringing out their creativity than bringing out my own so I'd like to I'd like to call myself an a, a, a content enabler. <laughs> that makes sense? Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Mm. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, man. I, I couldn't say no, man. I know you're a music head, so I don't get to chop it up with music heads too often. <sighs> you know what I mean? Wonderful. Yeah. Um,
0: before we start, I have a mm. question. How long have you been on
1: radio? I did my first radio show. So I, my history is I began on pirate radio. Mm-hmm. And um, I finished school, uh, I think it was in 91. Mm-hmm. So I went on to radio in 93. My very first Pirates, this is Illegal Radio, mm-hmm. 93. But the very first radio show I ever did, I was still in high school. I was in fourth year. And what had happened was I'd won a competition on a radio station to host mm-hmm. 15 minutes. Oh, So, like, you know, like, come on, man. This is in the era when radio was king, 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 king. So you were at high school. You got, like, 15 minutes on the radio. You were that man. They only gave me 12 minutes though, but I didn't know about ads <laughs> Including in those ads. days, do you Including know what I mean? <laughs> oh man, I had 12
0: minutes. So, so. Mm. so let's start Yeah. on your musical journey. Right. The first question is pretty straightforward. Mm. What is your earliest music memory? So
1: my earliest music memory is really, really weird mm-hmm. because at the time when um, I was experiencing or going through it, to be honest, mm-hmm. I didn't actually know it was going to be a music memory. And um, I remember vividly, my grandmother had um, bought a, we used to call them component sets in those days, Mm -hmm. stereos, so you know, the one that has like a tape deck, the the turntable finger on the top, the radio cassette Mm -hmm. as well. So obviously that was was game changing in the house. Um, My uncle was always into music, so he began to buy records and um, my earliest musical memory was waiting for Friday nights and this is in the Caribbean in Jamaica. I'm at high school mm-hmm. and just going to, to like, I'd have a cassette and just sitting by the radio and just waiting for the announcer to stop talking and then just press record, record a song and then as soon as you start talking again, you stop record and, and it's funny. I'm now the guy <laughs> that <laughs> annoys you <laughs> when you always shut up, I want to hear my song. But yeah, that mm-hmm. was me back in the day. So my earliest musical memory, and I didn't realize this at the time, was that obviously, you know, being the younger in the house, you're listening to the, the music of your, of your elders. Yeah, of course. So I didn't know that the station that my grandmother liked to listen to or my uncle liked to listen to was actually an old school station. So here I am in, say, the 80s as a kid at school, whatever, but I'm listening to the music of the generation before mm-hmm. because my parents were listening to that music. And one of my earliest, like, if when, when you asked me that question, I sat and I was like, do you know what? The earliest recollection I have is of listening to this song on the radio that I'm about to play. Please play it. And, um, bro, it's, it? on, it's only today mm-hmm when I was actually just refreshing my notes, that I realized this song, actually when I listened to it in the 80s, was actually 10 years old.
2: So this (laughs) song is
1: like, this song came out in 1973. But I thought it was like a new song. Of course. But it wasn't. And it's by a group um, called Hughes Corporation. Mm -hmm. And it's called Rock the Boat. Like when I play it, I know you're going to be like, oh, but listen. This is...
3: Let me get Your touches thrilled me like the rush of the wind, and your arms have held me safe from a rolling sea. There's always been a quiet place to harbor you and me.
0: Here we are. <laughs> you know you're used to this. You you've been on. You, you are on radio. Yes. This is like your thing. This is this is nothing. Let me kill Ridge. that song. No no no. Let me stop that one. That one. It's that cool. was. Yeah, it's cool. cool. It's cool. It's cool. Don't worry, stress. Mm. Crazy,
1: huh? That was like that. Just that song just took me back. It feels so. It's so bouncy. Bro, it came out in 1973, and it I was listening to it in the 80s, thinking it was a new song it feels so tropical oh like, man yeah. I, wanna be, I wanna be on the beach on an island somewhere yeah
0: exactly drinking a
4: dakiri doing Actually, my thing
1: I was on an <laughs> island somewhere like, so maybe yeah. that's why it resonates so much man but that, to me mm-hmm. that was the song I can remember like on my cassette it was um, it was it was like I don't know what it was about that song that I loved but I absolutely loved it. and I haven't heard it today's the first time I played it in so many years so it just took me back there it's man the whole nostalgia thing yeah man <laughs> definitely
0: alright let's go on to the mm. next question Number
1: two. Yeah. What is the first song you you discovered on your own? Right. Now, did you come up with these questions? Yes, I did. They're dope, man. Yeah. Because, I because you know, having, having had the memory with that song, one thing that your question has got me thinking about is that I'm blessed to have witnessed the birth of hip-hop. I'm that old. Oh. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> As in, like... I remember when when the music was 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 changing from electric boogie boogie to hip hop mm-hmm. and where where this thing was coming from you know and 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 some of those seminal moments so when you say like the first song that I discovered on my own I think it has to be I think it has to be um if not Planet Rock by um is that Africa Bambaataa Soul yeah. on Force mm-hmm. um there's a song, I had a song called Renegade. Renegade of this time and age. Let me let me let me get that one on because <laughs> now now we're going from the whole electro electro boogaloo phase mm-hmm. the breakdancing into like guys actually articulating and 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 um and making great oh, yeah, songs. Yeah. How old were you at this time? This would have been this would have been This would have to have been cuz my life is split between growing, being born in London and living that part of London life mm-hmm. and then going to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And I think I would say I had to be no more than 910. Oh, okay. 910. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, Africa Bambata um, was. The leader of the he's called himself the, the leader of the Zulu Nation. Ah yeah, of course. Of course. If you know your hip-hop history, this yes. shouldn't
0: be new to you.
1: Um let me see was it, the song was called the was it called The Renegades of Funk. Let me search for that song there. The Renegades of Funk by Africa Bambata. One of the most interesting things
0: to me is like mm. if you if you go back to like the beginning mm. of hip hop. Yeah. And how technically it has evolved over the years. Yes. You could go back to like Africa Bambata to
1: what these guys called? I have forgotten their names. Um Grandmaster <laughs> Flash and those guys are beyond yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Them, them, them. The yeah. what's it called? The yeah. message. The message. Yeah, and
0: yes. all the way to Rap, yes. Rakim, Nas, you come forward to the biggies, the two parks, mm.
1: all the way to You can see Greenway. the lineage. Yeah, you can see and the lineage all the way. All the way. You can see the lineage, you can see the influence. And then, you know, I had a conversation and before I played the song, I had a conversation um the other day with, with DJ John mm-hmm. and he was asking me to name my top five producers. And um, of course, it's impossible. Of course. It's because impossible. But I threw a name into the ring, mm-hmm. and he had to agree with me. And the name that I threw into the ring was Lil Jon. And he was like... That's interesting. That's, and he, that's and, interesting. And he was like... "Like I said, you know, Lil Jon and the crunk movement moved hip-hop from New York to Atlanta. Yeah. It t- lit, that whole crunk... Um the when that was like blowing up the early days of Def Jam South, New York h- was undisputed. It was either East Coast or West Coast. It was either LA and Snoop and them, mm-hmm. or it was mm-hmm. it was um New York. It was yeah. Biggie, um, Bad Boy, this Primo. Was like, this was like when 50 Cent was running the game. Exactly. When, right before Wayne came in. Exactly. Was, like Lil John
0: came in. That exactly. was exactly
1: like cent running the game. I think about it. Think about it. Where is all of the stuff we hear now coming from? The majority is from the South. Yeah. So you got to think about it and say, okay, you may not look at him as a great producer, but his impact on hip hop is undeniable. Yeah. You know what I mean? But let's go back. Um, yeah. Renegade to Funk, Africa Bambata, and the Soul Sonic Force. Let's go. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop this now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now.
4: Renegades of this atomic age.
1: This atomic
4: age for renegades. Renegades of this atomic age. This atomic age for renegades.
1: Man, <laughs> listen, guy. I think you you got it right. You got it right. Mm-hmm. Guys were just having fun. Guys, guys, guys were having, having fun.
0: all the fun in the studio back in the day. Guys were just have having to worry fun. About, there was nobody like. With you telling you like we need to make a hit for the radio.
1: Yes. Niggas just doing what they wanted. And, and you know the craziest thing about that song there, Renegade uh, Renegades mm-hmm. of Funk by Africa Bambata? Mm-hmm. It got so much radio play. And you know there's a there's a part of the song with the guys are just going, We yeah we have And I guess in their mind, you know, black Americans they're like, This is what it sounds like in Africa. <laughs> and we are the head of the Zulu nation. We are weaya wabonga. But they've always felt like there's always been this connection,
0: especially in early hip hop, to mm. Africa. Yes, especially in African symbolism. Mm. Even like when Queen Latifah was doing her UN UNICY yes. phase, she yes, was wearing, she was doing very African. Yes. she was
1: doing her thing because that's the era when people were looking for a different way. You mm. know what I'm trying to say? And that's what I what, that's what I think is is the unsung um power of hip hop. Like because for us, it's the first time we had something that we owned. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I mean, obviously, for for, for me, being from a, from a Caribbean background, so being from a Jamaican background, I knew my musical identity, reggae music, which I hated back then. We'll talk about that. <laughs> reggae music, <laughs> no so less. I hated reggae music when I was growing up. So, but hip-hop was the first time that us kids in the urban centers of of, of London, New York, wherever we were, outside of Africa, mm-hmm. had this thing. Our parents didn't understand it. The radio didn't understand it. And this is why, you've heard of Tim Westwood? Yeah. This is why Tim Westwood is as huge as he, as he, as he became and is. Mm-hmm. Because there was this white preacher's kid who came in and was like, yo, this shit is dope and started playing it. Nobody paid him any attention because he's playing hip-hop. Because mm-hmm. at that time, everyone was smooth. They were playing R&B, and R&B was the big genre. You know, Lufa mm-hmm. and whoever else yeah. were the... Freddie yeah, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Nobody <laughs> was playing this street music. And he mm-hmm. came in as a, as a white guy who understood, who understood the music. Maybe he didn't at the time, but grew to understand the music. And the rest is history. Early adapter.
0: Oh, that's what so dope, man. You know? I can't imagine... Like, I can't imagine being in that... like. Being in that position, like, experiencing a mm. genre shift in real time... Oh, man. That must have been really dope. Crazy. Because I don't think we've had that. Mm. I don't think we've, for my but generation... I think
1: if you if you look back, I think you, you, you've you had it, but you haven't really realized you've had it, because, you know, even when you look at music in the 254, mm-hmm. when you look... Like, last night, we were out DJing, and, and um Grouchy started to play some real old-school oh, yeah. Kenyan music. Yeah. And when you compare it to, like, a lot of stuff that's out now, you're like, it's so different. So, I mean... I think my, uh, my honest opinion is that Kenyan music right now is in the space where it's, it's real music mm-hmm. is going gonna, is gonna to win. Okay. And I'll tell you why when I say real music is going to win. When you look at someone like, say, for example, Chris Kiger, mm-hmm. and his song he has with Montoya, I Shout want. Him. Shout out to Chris Kiger, the homie. Production. Like, and you look at the music. Like, if you look at his music, Production-wise, mm. melodies, flows. I want some girl to come and dance <laughs> with me, guys. And then his quirkiness, mm. like, real music is gonna eventually win, and I I Quirk. say that unapologetically. We had Chris
0: Kiger on Surviving Nairobi. Nice, but like this is like two years ago, mm. the first ever Christmas special we did, right. we did with him, and he was telling us like, he got expelled, really, from university mm-hmm. because of if. Do you remember the pombe Bangi song? Yes. He was part of that. Really? Yeah. He's even like, if you go back and look for the Pomebanki video, you can see him dead center. Like, (laughs) you just see him with the dreads. Like, this is Chris Kiger. Oh, wow. And it was like, he was expelled from university because of that. Mm. But being expelled actually led him to becoming, like, now the Chris Kiger that we know, the superstar. Right,
1: right, right, right. I've got so much respect for him, man. He he does his his thing. Yeah. And he's winning. No doubt, man.
0: Now, let's keeping it with Little G, Mm. the next question. Yes, sir. What's the song that reminds you of your high school experience?
1: All right, now, as I mentioned, um, I wasn't the world's greatest um, reggae fan. Mm-hmm. So when I left the UK, I left the UK in 1985, 84, and that Africa Bambaataa song was 1983. Yeah. So we're in the heights of this thing now. Electro, like we've got Africa Bambaataa is killing it. R- Grandmaster Flash is, yeah. is appearing. Melly Mel. You know, honor. Listen, the greatest, the guy who they never mention, Melly Mel, mm-hmm. greatest rapper ever. Everything you know about hip hop now, in terms of cadence, flow, structure, everything, goes back to Melly Mel. Mm-hmm. He was the first technical rapper. Okay. Yeah. You know, like how guys talk about like um, Jay with his flow or Eminem with his this mm-hmm. and his that. The first guy with Bars was Melly Mel. Like, I, I I I hope I get a chance to play some of his music today. Melly Mel was somewhere <laughs> else. But anyway, high school. So fast forward, um, 1985. Um, this is my, in Jamaica, right? Jama- no, and now I'm in London. Oh. My was like, ah, I'm tired of this country. I'm taking you kids home. Like, home? I was born in London. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. She's like, home. I'm like... Uh-huh. Home? Right, home. And um I remember I'll give you a quick story. Um I remember she took she took me and my brother, me and my small bro, um, to a bicycle shop. And she said, Pick any bike you want And I was like, What? Like like this is when mountain bikes were just coming out. So mm-hmm. I was like, Yo, can I have that that might no, that mountain bike there? It was a rally something. Mm-hmm. They make bikes, can't remember the name of it. And she bought it. And then she said to the guy in the shop, put it in a box, because you know they flat pack bikes, deliver it to the house. My brother s- selected his bike. Fam, a week later, a removal truck came to the house and removed <laughs> all of the furniture and the this and the that, the bikes, and I'm like, what? She's like, we're going home. So I'm like, oh, wait a minute. The only reason you bought me the bike is like, you, you're serious about this Jamaica story, yeah. bro. I remember um, getting onto that plane and um, crying my eyes out because like, I'm leaving everything. I'm, I've never been to Jamaica in my life. I'm, I don't know what to expect, you know. Um, so I jumped on the plane. This is 85. We get to Jamaica, 85, 86, those, those, around those times. Um, I'm trying to get into high school because um, as a British kid... You know, the Ministry of Education in Jamaica were like, yo, he ain't our responsibility. <laughs> that little nigga ain't mine, you know? <laughs> so um, I remember my grandmother, like, um, going to the ministry. She went to the, literally to the Ministry of Education, and she was like, listen, if a Jamaican child went to the UK, the UK government would find a school for them. I don't see why this kid has come from the UK, and you guys are refusing to put him into school. Mm-hmm. And um, a lady in the ministry, she had a friend who went to, who worked at some high school, and they sent me there, and I met the the people there, and they fixed me in there somehow. <laughs> and um, luckily for me, it was one of the most illustri- illustrious high schools in Jamaica, so Look it at worked you, out. Man. I went to the best high school <laughs> in Jamaica. <laughs> Look at you! I'm just saying, you know, mm. it's all. It was named after Jamaica. It's actually, Jamaica College is the name of my mm. high school. And it's produced how many Prime Ministers so far? Two or three Prime Ministers? I'm just saying. But anyway, I'm back at school now. Mm-hmm. And which song reminds me of high school? Mm-hmm. This song reminds me of high school. And I'll tell you about it after we play it. Let's go.
5: Now, special of to all the girls <laughs> who love to eat the books, Tub tub. But the girl in a Jamaica, them a talk about them Bobsters. Say Bobster, yes we yes, go and go eat him out, girl. Say Bobster, me say go hug him out, yes. Say Bobster, me say love him out, yes. Say Bobster, girl go, and go take a set, yes. Say Bobster, go give him a hickey on him neck, babe. Say Bobster, me say go and out, yes. Say Bobster, say run and jam him out, Say Bobster, Jennifer go eat him out, yes. Say Mom, yes, si boop's Michelle eat him out, but if the boop I take her next girl, she no response She no response, me say she no response Make sure every Friday she have the dollars not on i take it from the catty, my dear, I'm done what up you wanna if you have your boop, see What up you wanna if you have your boop, see I don't know who have no boobs, so me said them no already. Come take it from the cat in my the why you laugh at me Call it say boop's day say Bob's money, yes. Bob's girl she wants to see the and she can't see our books, she see her and she can't see her she not see for Monday, Miss a Night Tuesday. She to find the Friday, and when you check it out, Friday, you're here. Give our dollars one away, yes. Say Bob stay. Sharon a eat him out, yes. Say Bob stay. Michelle a eat him out, pimp. Say Bob stay. I me out, yes. Say Bob stay. I'm on them trash and ready, Say Bob stay. Them my a bang on in bangla bungalow's on yeah. only one more, say ya. Yeah. And fling them in the top, see 'cause them gone to theatre. And little laugh and dot him up and spend some dollars. Some liquor, yes, the frack of wine by them costs a thousand dollars, i call it See boobs day. girl, go and go eat him out, babe See boobs day and them trash already. not Me say, for your boobs look where we no one for your bobs Feel my boobs and look you want your love off my boobs. But the one sister's, they just talk out, top. Talk, talk, talk The girl, in the Jamaica, they want to talk out, them boobs. so Put up your one, if you have your boobs, see Oh, no, i have missed them, no, ready See Bob yes. Go and go hug him up, yes. See Bob stay, yes. Go and go love him up, yes. See Bob stay, yes. Go and go near mouth, yes. See Bob stay, she run and me mouth, bim. See Bob stay, then if I hit him out, And everywhere never him. Go him just a run up him out. Yes, him walk and tell the world he doesn't dozen an friender, but just show him not know what this your money where him spend. Me call it see Bob stay. I she a eat him out, yes. See bobs there, say eat him out. She cry fair boobs, say just a cry fair boobs. Cry fair boobs, say just a cry fair boobs. Say your boobs a look me, me now want for your boobs. With me boobs a look you, when you love up me bobs. Yes, see boobs there. Yes, we'm going eat him out, girl. See boobs there. Yes, we'm gonna jam him out. If the bopper take an ex-girl, she no response. She no response. <laughs> oh
1: man, Supercat with Boops. Could you please like just say the thing about Boops again so, just to explain to the audience? Uh, so a uh, Boops is, in Jamaican slang for those days, is a man who relies on his, his his money to get women. But it's not seen as a glorious thing. It's seen like, it's like, you're nothing. You're just, yeah. you're, you just got these girls because you have money. There's no honor, there's no, re- we don't respect you. So that whole song is a very disrespectful song to Boops and it's done by Supercat who is a legend. In in dancehall music, yes he is. Do you know, what I mean, definitely a legend in dancehall music. Like he is the fir- he's the first one of the first, not the first, but one of the first bad boys of dancehall. As Ooh. in, as in bad, outside of the music. As in, I'm a gunman, I'm a I'm like I hang out with the criminals. I'm a gangster. He was like gangster. He was from the streets. Yeah, proper. <laughs> Proper guy of Indian descent, by the way. For real? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, in Jamaica there's a huge Indian community because after slavery, mm-hmm. uh, slavery was abolished in 1838. No, I wasn't there, but I remember the dates <laughs> from, from from school. Um, 1838. So after the uh, after slavery was abolished, there was a period of indentured labour where, where guys were flown in from China, India, Syria, Lebanon to come and work on the plantations, and then they they'd, they'd sign up for five years in the end of five years they'd be given a parcel of land and some money to go and start their own lives yeah. in jamaica like you have so many lebanese chinese that's yeah. the thing like even i
0: used to see was it like conscience in mm. his videos he used to have these like asian looking dancers mm. and i was like where the fuck the chinese people come yeah, from in they're jamaica there, man.
1: you know jamaica's m- national motto is is out of many one people yeah
0: even you know i mean? there's like a white jamaican on
1: tiktok and yeah, of, like yeah. how are you <laughs> I went to school with so many white white Jamaicans mm-hmm. who speak pastoral probably even better than I do. Yeah, do you know so, what I mean? That's so dope. For real.
0: Now, moving on to the next song. Mm. This one's a bit like, this one should be straightforward.
1: It's not, though, but go on. What's the first song you ever played on radio? I can't tell you. I can't remember. I racked my brain. <laughs> I racked my brain completely. Uh-huh. Okay, what's the
0: earliest song you can remember the f- playing
1: on radio? Right. So the first So My Pirate Station started in July 1993. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd been back in the country for two years, back in London for two years. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I tried to get on all of these pirate stations. So in the UK, the pirate radio scene is massive. Like you have all of these illegal broadcasters. And um, it's like I just wanted to play music. So I'd come back from Jamaica. I'd got like a trunk load of records. and But I was nobody. Nobody knew me. So eventually what happened was I got together with a group of like six other people. And we started our own station. Mm-hmm. Um, station was called Baseline FM. I know, you can Google it. It went on to become one of London. Stop, blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah, but so that, on that station, I still remember the night we went on air. And I remember I was, I've always been stupid. In those <laughs> days, like imagine you're in the studio uh-huh. and, you know, it, the link is working because your, your, your transmission site is maybe 5km from where your studio is. And uh, you finally got the link and it's working and you're on air. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, I, I gave out my phone number on air. And um, I gave out my phone number on there because, you know, obviously, you have your cell phone, you wanna see if people listening and say, yeah, you're listening to Baseline FM, my number's 0836, blah, blah. I can't remember what it was on mm-hmm. madness like that. And, bro, I remember the first time the phone rang, I was like, fuck, <laughs> people are They're listening, listening yeah. bro. Like, people are actually listening. And um, the first song that I remember that I paid so much attention to it, I don't even, like, when I listen back to this song, I'm like, yes, I love the artist, but is this his best song? Hell no. And I probably haven't played it in so many years, but I'm going to play it now. This song by Beres Hammond was the song that I championed. Listen, champion. listen, I I know, I know, I don't know, Beres is (laughs) a legend. He's a legend. legend. Yeah, he's a legend. But this is not his, this is not his best song. I don't know why I loved it so much. It doesn't even want to start. Here we go.
4: Never say you're sorry. No, no, no. Just the other day Told me you were sorry. It's not so long ago we talked about the same thing, darling. Why? Please tell me why do lovers behave in such a way? Yes. (laughs) Didn't you know that love means never to say that you're sorry? My Sweet words I long to hear, and when you touch my spine, baby, oh, it was heaven divine. It's hard to tell myself that you love another man. Didn't you know love means never to say that you're so Sweet little lies. this will keep me going even for the moment till you understand that it's not right Didn't you know that love means never to say that it's your soul The same thing, darling why please tell me why lovers behave in such a way And didn't you know that love means never to say that you're sorry no,
1: no, no, no. How you the- Love means Oh my god I'm going to radio mode <laughs> <laughs> You're used to it. Yeah, have so used of to you, it, but like, You're so used oh, to it. Bad. Love means never to say that your story, Berris Hammond. And as we were talking about with Mike, yeah. Berris is a legend. Of course he is. And that's not a bad song, but when you hold it up against... His other music, it's, it's like... It's like, yeah. But that, that was it for me. I love yeah. it. And I remember being on the radio on the pirate station, and I'm like... We're gonna make this one go national to the national <laughs> charts. Little did I know, I didn't know how the charts worked in those days. But yeah, that was. Does anybody know how the charts work even now? Oh man, I don't. Science, bruv. <laughs> it's a science.
0: Definitely, now, man. I remember the la- one of the times we've met, mm. you told me that you're 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 G Money. Mm. You're not DJ G Money. I'm not DJ G Money. Yeah, but now this question goes to the DJ in you, right? What's the What's the song that you played
1: that got you the best live reaction? The song that the you biggest,
6: played,
0: yeah, the biggest forward.
1: The you know in Jamaica we call it the forward, the biggest forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I need to. Um, oh wow! I think set the scene wow. for us. Where? where oh, are you? Let me set the scene. Let me set yeah. the scene. It's 2000 and I think it's 2011 or 12, or maybe for 2013. I think mm-hmm. it's. 2013. Now, in those days, I used to go to Jamaica like literally once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember going to Jamaica and, you know, those days I was a dancehall ambassador. And um, I'd go to Jamaica and find all these artists and come back with... I've interviewed everybody, even artists who weren't anybody at the time. And I remember coming back and I remember... I called my friend, uh, Arif Cooper, mm-hmm. uh, who's the son of legendary Jamaican musician, Ibo Cooper, who was a member of Third World. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know why I don't have any Third World in this. I don't know. But anyway, and um, he hooked me up with Conscience. Uh-huh. So this was, a, this was in, I think, uh, this would have been in January mm-hmm. uh, 2013, I think it was, or 2012. One of those years. And I remember saying to Conscience, yo, we need you in Nairobi. Like, we need, we need to get you to Nairobi. So I remember, came back to Nairobi, this is the year after we did Elaine, mm-hmm. got Conscience in, him, Dario, and somebody else, him and Dario, him and Dario, for their first performance in Africa, not just in Kenya, mm-hmm. in Africa. So, uh, you know, when a lot of um, artists at that time came to Kenya, they didn't realize how big Dancehall was. Of course they don't. They have no idea, you know. So Conscience comes and, I mean, granted, that first Conscience show was one of the... Was one of the Smaller ones we did because it was the same day as the Safari Sevens and they'd moved Sevens to Nile Stadium. You know, uh-huh, yeah. the, That I, I complete disaster. Yeah, I remember and that. And they closed roads and yeah, it, was, they, it was horrible. So I was it, probably at that Sevens. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But if Sevens weren't taking place, you would have been a conscience. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and um, it was, And that, by the way, whoever allowed that move to Nile Stadium for Sevens literally killed that brand. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I remember um, when conscience, just before conscience gets on stage, I'm doing a set, and this time one of the biggest um, songs, one of the biggest rhythms is Gaza World. Um, Gaza World, produced by, I don't know who produced it, but I know Vibes Cartel had this song on it. Me not take intimidation, and for me, I'll kill you with me i kill man. <laughs> how do you even bad. know the lyrics
0: oh man it's, it's bad but you know in 2013 mm. conscience was everything
1: everything. I, everything if you were in the
0: club like in in that time mm. when a conscience
1: song started right all the tables were empty right everybody stood that, up exactly everybody was dancing right and the thing is now so you can imagine conscience is performing so we can't play any conscience songs because it's about yeah, to perform of course but i played this song mm-hmm. And the video is actually on YouTube, so if anybody wants go to go and have a look up. at it, go look it up. We'll link it in the we'll link it in the description. In the description. I played yeah. this song, and you can turn it up a bit. The oh man! And you know, I have the dub plate. so it's like saying singing about G money in it. But this is the release version.
7: Hey, party, you know. Everybody say bartender, don't let my drink run out. Hey, bartender, don't let my drink run out. Everybody say bartender, don't let my drink run out. Hey, bartender, don't let my drink run out. We are go party, turn up the club, turn up the dance floor, I'm with my shawty. Here's a free, but we no matter them, cause we have up with money, money, money. Fresh from my shirt to my jeans to my shoes, I'm feeling ready, yeah, I'm feeling ready, yeah. And when the summer comes, you know what's up, yeah. It's getting hotter now. Everybody swag up, yeah. We're gonna make this a night to remember. Everybody say bartender, don't let my drink run out. Hey bartender, don't let my drink run out. Everybody say bartender, don't let my drink run out. That, choose, that, that, Thursday, that, Friday, that the Tuesday, the Wednesday, the Thursday, the Friday, the Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Up inna the club, around from the beach. Tell we and we ready, we ready like oh oh, oh yeah. Now we're ready to go. And when the summer comes, you know what's up. Yeah, it's getting hotter now. Everybody's fired up. Yeah, we are gonna make this a night to remember. Call. Everybody say bartender, don't let my drink run out. Hey bartender, don't let my drink run out. Everybody say bartender, don't let my drink run out.
1: As um, Hafari and I reminisce about (laughs) clubbing in Westlands. If you weren't there, you've missed out. You you know, we're just saying that. It's funny you say that. You know, like nowadays, like um, Nairobi has one or two premium uh, venues. Yeah. But in those days, man... You could be in Westlands and move to six, seven different spots in one, one night, night. On, foot. On, on foot. And you fun on foot, yeah. on foot. Oh you'd be man. Dope. Because I remember walk. I like. I would leave Resource for uptown first. They'd walk over to the changes. Mm. Then maybe walk around to size. Then they had Black Diamond Black up Diamond, there. r and yeah. Oh my gosh. Crooked
0: Cues. There were so many places. There was
1: too much. Cause we used to yeah, we used to walk from um, Rosaurus and walk around to Bacchus. Yeah. Oh man. Good that times. Cookie Cues. <laughs> oh man. Good times.
0: That's like if you were
1: there. You were there.
0: And if, if you were there, you enjoyed a, li- yeah. a very important part of living very, in Nairobi.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, never to be repeated, man. It can it was, never be repeated.
0: When I told my sister that mm. Westlands was, like, Westlands was everything. He'd be like, Everything. Westlands.
1: And, you know, actually, Westlands came back. Mm-hmm. It it was that era there of resource, and then it disappeared, and then it came back with Privé and the one upstairs from Privé. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, mm. Not the uptown one. No, it's it? it uh, Brubistro. 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 And then at some point, there was... Um, there
0: used to be like Aqua and Hypnotica. Aqua, yeah, and again, exactly. Hypnotica. And then it died again. Yeah, then is mollies, mollies as well for cheap cheap shots. <laughs> Okolea. Okolea gang. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Now, let's stop reminiscing and move on to mm. the next question. Mm. This one, I think, I'll, this one will be asked to everybody mm-hmm. who's going to come and sit in the chair. What's a song that people don't expect you to like?
1: <sighs> right. Okay. Um, you know, earlier on... Mm-hmm uh you we were talking off mic about power ballads and stuff yeah but, and all this stuff like growing up in jamaica in the 80s the radio was predominantly um the michael bolton celine dion's um george michaels Ooh. all of those those, those, yeah, those, those. yes cl- exactly <laughs> right and um i if even if you follow me on spotify if you check out my playlist on spotify i have a playlist called jamaican classic soul White, blue-eyed soul. Mm-hmm. I am such. Um, you know, <laughs> I could, I could move. Literally, I could move to classic FM tomorrow in a heartbeat, and You'd it wouldn't, be good. it wouldn't even be a thing. I wouldn't even have to prep or anything. You'd be good because the stuff that they play, I know, I know it. I just act like I don't know it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> so, as far as songs that people wouldn't expect me to, to, to like, there are so many, man. George Michael, Michael Bolton. Um, What's the one
0: that's so left field that even the people who know you be like? yo okay I did not expect this
1: well I'm gonna play it I'm gonna play it Mm -hmm. right now I'm just opening this playlist Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna play it. this is your library your playlist scroll down I've hidden it right (laughs) at the bottom so that nobody can see it like you're building up a suspense
0: yes Mm
1: -hmm. so a song that I like and I listen to I would say to you I listen to you literally once or twice a week and I'll tell you why is oh I can't choose one song you have, you have to choose one one song Mhm. Okay. Here we go. Not expect that to be phil collins oh man phil
0: collins in the air tonight <sighs> sampled by nas
1: for one mic a legendary oh song. man such an amazing piece of music man when the beat drops when the beat drops bro i tweet <laughs> i tweeted this week because mm-hmm. i was at home and somehow my youtube um, scrambled up a live rendition of that song from phil collins i was like yo before i hit the grave i have to like go to a phil collins, collins just to see him perform that man
0: yeah phil collins is amazing man amazing like, musician. if you don't like phil collins I feel like the 80s was the last time yeah. you could be average looking yeah. and still be a superstar. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Phil Collins looks like a biology teacher, exactly. but he makes the best music. Mm. My favorite, I told you before, Easy Lover. Easy Lover. Phil Collins, Phil Bailey. Mm. Play that song anywhere, mm. and it'll hype me up. I love yeah, that man. song. <laughs> I'm so happy you have listened to Phil Collins. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm glad. Anyway, to, to the next question, number seven on our list,
2: mm.
1: what's a song from your favorite artist? This was the hardest question, because mm-hmm. I don't have, I can't lie to you, I don't have a favorite eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you have a favorite eyes. I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I have a favorite album. Right. I have, like,
0: favorite, like, artists who I listen to. Right. I don't have, like, one who I propose, this right. is the one. Right, It's hard. That's the it, it, reason. These yeah, questions are hard for right, that reason. You
1: know? mm-hmm. So one of my favorite artists, um, mm-hmm. and I've decided, because I have many, man, this could have been Amy Winehouse. This could have been Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. This could have been um, so many. This could be Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? This could have been so many people. But I thought about a, a, an artist that I, I listen to his work and I feel his pain, you know? And I, I've realized that a lot of my music is, it's painful music. I don't know what it is. And there's an artist that... I don't know if you know about him. Well, I don't know you know about him, but I know many people probably only know one of his songs. He's a guy he's a guy called Life Jennings. I
0: know Life
1: Jennings. Yeah. Who was he on a song with? He's been on a song, song
0: was with song. Was he with Nas?
1: He... I can't remember. Does, I don't know, but I know he's a song with Fantasia. Yeah. He. So basically, let me give you a bit of a background about Life Jennings. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who was... Spent many time, many years in jail. Mm-hmm. Got out of jail, then burned down his baby mama's house. Whoa. Yeah, he's tr- troubled is an understatement. Mm-hmm. But he puts his pain into his music, man. Like the same thing Amy did. Cause you know this this easily could be an, me talking about Amy Winehouse. Cause that's another artist who I feel mm-hmm. so deeply. Like Amy talks to me. You know, I feel I feel her pain. You know, and with Life Jennings. There are so many moments in his albums, and he's not the easiest person to understand while he's singing. Mm-hmm. But once you get into um, into his music, it's it's crazy. Like his first album was literally a story, you know. You know, like for example, you know, there's one part where he says it must be nice when you have a girl who loves you. Then he's telling the girl the way I feel about you. Then she finds out the girl she's got kids. Then there's another one he says I can't live without you. And then they have that talk where it's like, hypothetically, if, if I cheated, what would you do, this, that. And then there's another song called Smile. I'm going to play Smile today. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm going to play Smile today is because there a, when, before I came to live in Kenya, I'd just gotten out of a, a crazy, a long-term relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was one of those relationships where you, you don't know why you stayed there so long. I get you. Do you get me? I, get you. I don't know men don't talk like that, but you just realize yeah. it, like why did you stay there you so long? You could have so much dipped earlier. so many times. Yeah. And you've just been there wasting each other's time. And I remember I was I was on a train coming back from I think I've a Manchester or Birmingham mm-hmm. and um I was listening, listening to this album and the song actually samples I think it's an old George Benson song but there was a line when he goes, you know, um I feel like I've been baptized, almost drowned, but I survived. She held me under for five years of my life. But now I'm living proof. Your worst fears came true. I'm doing all right without you. And it's like, in that moment, it was everything. Like he's, as a man, like men won't say this, but as a man, there's a time when you leave a relationship and it feels like you are drinking the water of heaven, you're breathing. Because mm-hmm. you it's only when you leave, and, it's, and to give you a context, or to those people, because I know relationships are not really the in thing these days. <laughs> but if you can imagine working at an office, mm-hmm. and I know many of us have worked in places that we absolutely hated, mm-hmm. and the day you walk out on the last day when you've given your registra- your resignation, fam, there is no feeling like that on earth. And that to me, is what life captured in this song and it's called smile
8: sunshine, I'll
1: Yo, when a man says, almost drowned, but I survived, you held me under for five years of my life. Now I'm living proof your worst fears came true. I'm doing all right without you. Damn, like niggas in the room (laughs) need to hear this shit. Bro, man said, (laughs) like, I'm throwing fear out the window Mm. so that when my blessings come and find me, they'll have room to breathe and grow, you know. Come on. yeah you we won oh man everybody has somebody they could send this song to I'm telling you everybody has somebody they can send like
0: I even told you there's somebody I'm sending this song to when we're done like literally <laughs> after we're done with this I'm sending this song to somebody I'm gonna unblock them yes? send them this song Unblock block s- them
1: again <laughs> but you have to send them in the lyrics as well just google the lyrics and send the, them t- they're smart enough to get it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I even had them more
0: <laughs> oh man that's amazing man okay that oh was that man. was great was it mm. now to our next question number eight mm. this one is like this one i really thought about this i didn't want to send it to you mm. but i thought no no, no. You, you've been you've been around long enough mm-hmm. you've been driving enough yes so here's the question yes a song that you
1: always play in your car all right that that was out of all the questions you sent mm-hmm. that was the easiest one that one I did not even have to think about. Really, that one was so simple. That one, can I play it? Like, Like give me context. It's easy. Nah, just like tell us. So, let me tell you Uh this one. I I love this song because of the historical the historical context, Mm -hmm. and also because it's one is from one of the most cliched but one of the greatest bodies of work ever done. It's from an artist who I think beat the system, mm-hmm. beat the music industry, and has maintained his freedom even though he's been signed to major labels. Mm-hmm. And I think, for me, the reason I used to play this song so much is because it has the synthesized sound of the 90s, but it came out in the 2000s. Mm. But also, <laughs> I used to have a Toyota Wish.
2: <laughs>
1: and for those of you who know, the Toyota Wish, right, like when you put the, the, the back seats down, mm-hmm it's like a cavernous boot. Mm. And when you, the speakers I had in the back of that car, fam, when I used to play this song, Mm -hmm. let me press play. When I used to play this song Mm -hmm. in the back of my wish, Uh bro, I blew the windows out, bruv. Blow em, what's the song? You, I'm not telling you, you know this stuff. <laughs> tell the fool who are listening. I'll tell him at the
3: end.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Back for my picture Bring Ninja, her back to me oh, Pitcher, yeah, oh, picture yeah. Wheelpitcher. Run, run, pitcher
2: The crown of our family The throne of our oh, picture yeah.
9: Shining like diamonds in a rocky world I keep keep our skin like bronze and Our hair like cashmere As we march to the rhythm on the palace floor for She's working at the pyramid tonight. Working at the pyramid. Working at the pyramid tonight. Working at the pyramid. working at the pyramid tonight. Yeah, working at the pyramid. working at the pyramid tonight. Working at working at the pyramid tonight in my convos bubbles in my champagne let it be some jazz playing top floor motel suite twisting my cigars floor model tv with the vcr got rubies in my damn chain whip ain't got no gas tank but it still got wood grain got your girl working for me Hit the strip and my bills pay. That keep my bills pay. Hit the strip and my bills pay. Keep a nigga bills pay. She's working at the pyramid tonight. Working at the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. Working at the pyramid tonight. Yeah, yeah. Working at the pyramid. Oh I right. working at the pyramid tonight Yeah Working at the pyramid Ooh, ooh. Working at the pyramid tonight, tonight. Working at the pyramid You showed up after work, I'm bathing your body Touch you in places only I know You're wet and you're warm just like our bath water Can we make love before you go? The way you say my name makes me feel like I'm that nigga But I'm still unemployed You say it's big, but you take it, take it. Right kind of girl but your love ain't free no more, baby. But your love ain't free no more. She's working oh, at the pyramids tonight. My,
1: working at the Pyramid yeah, yeah. Oh man! Pyramid from 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 singing about the pyramids with Cleopatra to ending up with a Chile who's working at a strip club called the Pyramids. That's Music, bro. I probably know a stripper called Cleopatra in Nairobi. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably at least one or two, at least three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get around. <laughs> oh, man, on another podcast, I'll tell you about my strip club experience in Nairobi. Yo, bro. man, yeah,
0: like if you've it's, not it's, been to a strip club in Nairobi, you need to go,
1: yeah, just it's, for the experience. It's different, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, what, very, it's what not what you expect expecting at exactly. all, definitely, man.
0: But the thing is, now I know a lot of people who are listening. Mm. I'm going to love that song. Yeah. Because a lot of people who are listening are going to be like people who are into music. Yeah. And everybody who's into music is yeah. into Frank Ocean. Into Frank. By default. By default. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now, to our second last question. Mm. Now, you've played so many songs on radio. Mm. You've been on radio for uh-huh. like 30 plus years, did not you? Uh, I would assume... Close almost, to thirty years, almost, maybe. Yeah, yeah almost years. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. Twenty-eight years, bro. You've been doing this for a long time. Mm. You're you almost retirement age. I'm almost retiring. <laughs> <so> <laughs> now, you've played all those songs, mm. but here's my question: Yeah, what's the best song recommendation that you've ever got? Um, from a friend, from a colleague,
1: even from the internet, from a newspaper. Now, the this song. this question, I, I crazily enough. I skipped this question, because I wanted to think about it live, because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to k- be scripted. Um, So there's a very few people whom have introduced me to music, because not so much now, and I put mm-hmm. my hands up now, I'm no, I'm not, I used to voraciously consume music, as in I worked in a record, sto- I, rec- I worked in a record shop, Whoa, you know, well, I worked in a amazing. record label, so uh-huh. music was everything. I always, I said it on the radio this morning, everything I own in this life, it's been paid for by music, mm-hmm. like I've never. It's, it's just the way it is, you know. And um. There's a thing. There's a time, when, me and my brother. Every time I went to to America, there's two things he would always give me, because you know I'm coming from the UK. He'd always give me a watch, mm-hmm. and he'd always give me, a song. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time when he get, there's a song he there's an artist he introduced me to. Who went on to become <clears throat> one of the biggest neo soul artists at the time, mm-hmm. but he introduced me to a song, and I I'm gonna play the song for you, and I don't know why I love this song as much as it I do, and I went on to absolutely love the artist as well. The artist is Music Soul Child. Ooh, I love music. Yes, yeah, there's I so much. I could play any one of 20 million songs of Music Soul Child, but the song that my brother introduced me to which I think I just have a, a a love of different sounding songs, is a song called Paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Take a listen.
7: Let's go.
6: Yo, yo, just hold on. Let me talk no, to no, you. No, Let no, me talk no, me. Me to, talk to you for you. a minute. I don't to you. I'm getting the fuck out. Look, don't even look at me. I don't yo, even chill. touch me. I want nothing to do yo, with just you. Just chill, I'm yo. I'm through with You make me so sick. Before you go, can we just talk a moment? Talk we shouldn't moment. end it like this. Just chill for a while Put your back down down. And just try to heal sorry i mean but i got issues you got issues everybody got issues we human yeah i mean so what you want me to do about that i mean because i can tell a bunch of lies
1: Man. So my brother turned me onto to a music soul child and I'm a big fan um, of a lot of his his stuff and that first album his first album um, for Deaf Soul um, mm. it's called I Just Wanna Sing. It's fucking it's, can I swear? I am This like is the first time I've sworn on the broadcast <laughs> <laughs> It's a classic. His Music Soul Child's first album is a fucking classic. I remember I I'm being, being a kid? Uh, yeah. Watching the beat. Yes. Like on the tv dun, 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 Odyssey, music dun, like
0: dun, dun. Uh, did he do a song with Alicia keys uh i don't know i, I don't even yeah. i can't because this is so far back for me mm-hmm. even for me yeah yeah i remember just watching that and I'm like yeah yo this dude is fire
1: uh, he's fire man <laughs> <laughs> he's just, As yeah. i was
0: telling you the time like music bilal maxwell the whole like neo soul b mm. scene yeah those guys were putting out they really, were putting
1: really crazy music. Dope music and i think i think i think anybody who's who's listened today would know that um, if you were to ask me my music the music I love I skew towards R&B and I say it unapologetically I appreciate hip hop I love hip hop I love dance I love reggae I love all, I love music mm-hmm. but for me honestly I'm, I'm an R&B I'm an R&B nigger
0: the same thing with me <laughs> for me like people are always surprised when I tell them I really like pop mm. I listen to a lot of pop right right I listen to a lot and people are like some of my favorite artists Kylie Minogue I mm. love Kylie Minogue I
1: hear that but, Kylie, but had yeah, Kylie, uh, Kylie had beats though. Yeah, Kylie had beats. Kylie had beats. been doing her thing She's the yeah, '80s. Man. She's been doing her thing. For real, my brother.
0: But now for our last song. Yes. For, no, for our last question. Mm. Yeah. And this question I'm gonna ask everybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know the answer to this question for myself.
1: I know it for myself
0: though. Yeah. Mm. That's that's dope. Because yeah. even for me, I knew this. I knew the answer to this question in 2012. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. What's a song that you would like played at your funeral? Oh
1: shit! You know what? <laughs> That's not the question I was thinking about. Oh, right. Um, Can, wow. I, say, can I tell you mine? Because I already said it Now before. I have to remix. Because I, I I I was I thought... Let me see. I've, somehow, mm-hmm. I... Let me make sure. Because I... W- this, is a, this is not a funeral song. But I've, I'll say it anyway. Uh, the best recommendation ever, a song you always play. Oh, that's what you got. Okay, so yeah. I've mixed up the song you play with your car and the funeral song. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> damn. Now, this is... You, you have to get an on-the-spot... Yeah, it's now. cool. It's cool. Uh, you're You you've oh, been on radio for 28 years. You tell me yours. This. Tell me yours.
0: Mine is "Leaf" by Aesop Rocky. Oh, really? From the mixtape "Live, Live Love A$AP. Mm-hmm. That that came out in like 2011. That that's the mixtape that had "Peso" mm. and Nini. Uh, what's it called? I've forgotten the name, but the song that like everything right, is right, purple. i right. have forgotten the name is pu- "Purple Swag." Right, right. Yes, by right. Clams Casino. Right, right. Now there's a song called "Leaf" on there. Uh huh. I'm gonna listen
1: to it when we get into the car. When I get into the car.
0: I think with ASAP 12 you're somebody. It's right. I, it's not on Spotify because mm. the mixtape isn't there, but you can find it on like, Datpe right. um, for live mixtapes. Mm. I love that song. Right. That's my film I just love the whole vibe. Right. Especially when it begins, and in the end they can say wow. we were some partying motherfuckers. <laughs> I love that. Wow. That's my funeral song. What's yours? Wow. <laughs> now you're getting. Alive, and I because no, I already sent it. him the questions. I know I'm listening.
1: This is my fault because I completely I've mixed the questions up. Yeah, but it's f- it's fine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> A song I, I gotta look for my playlist, because <laughs>
2: like,
1: I the song that I'm gonna play at my period my. My um, um funeral is already obviously on a playlist somewhere. somewhere. So um, you're going to give me, give me what, let me just, oh, I'm Yeah, I get through. it,
0: I get it, because even for, like, It's such,
1: it's, it's an amazing question, bruv. Even
0: for everybody who's been I mean, on here, everybody's mm. going to answer this question, even the people yeah. who have answered this question.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a very hard question to answer. Yeah. Because it makes you deal with your mortality. Mm. That's the first thing. You have to understand, you, you deal with the fact that I'm mm. going to die. Mm. Somebody said that they wanted their funeral mm. to be a party. Right, they don't want it to be like a sad affair. Mm. I think will be like. Oh, I oh. I
1: um I think that, mm-hmm. I, and and you know as you get older you become much more intact and much more comfortable with your mm-hmm. own mortality. And mm-hmm. also for me, mm-hmm. um, I think that when I falling sick this year mm-hmm. is was the worst, but also the best thing that ever happened to me mm-hmm. because I've gone through my whole entire life um, feeling. Um, impregnable. You invincible. know, invincible. Invincible. Uh-huh. My whole entire life, I just felt that I could do everything. Which is not a bad place to be, you know. Of course. But um, obviously, when I when I when I when I ended up in hospital um after getting COVID and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, I was the funniest thing about being in hospital was that is when people came to visit me. Mm-hmm is when I got scared. Cause I could just see the look in their faces. And they were like, people were looking at me like, and I'm like, like, okay, I must be really sick because niggas be looking like, like like they're making me scared right now. <laughs> I get it. Do you know what I mean? So I think for me, a song that I would play at my funeral would mm. probably be this song. And this is on the spare, of the moment, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay, and I think it re- um, i think it represents the way I feel about about many things. You know,
0: for even for me, I believe like you could ask me my favorite song. Mm. What what I, my favorite song today? Mm. It'll be different from if if you ask me six months from now. Mm. So even if it's part of the moment,
1: it makes sense mm. because six months from now it could change. Yeah, that's for the real. thing. But change. in this precise moment, as we as we wrap up, mm-hmm. I think that the song that I would play would be this. Love and hate
3: can never be friends Oh no, oh no Here I come with love and not hatred Surely goodness and mercy shall follow I All the days of our life Envy no one, no wish to be Yeah. my head is anointed, and my cup run it over, yeah, Show the goodness and mercy shall follow I, all the days of my life.
1: With love and not hatred, surely goodness and mercy shall follow I all the days of my life. Envy no one, no wish to be with no evil man, cause there come a day when we will be met by the Father's hands. Bo, bo, bo,
3: bo, 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 bo. <laughs> that
0: was so much fun, man. Oh, I, man. I, I, told you. I enjoyed it, man. Wolves and leopards is one of my favorite songs yeah. by Dennis. Wolves
3: and Brown. leopards are trying <laughs> to, to kill the, kill the sheep
0: the and the shepherd. shepherd. Oh, I love that song so yeah, much. Man. Thank you again, Jimwani, for coming on the show. No worries, I man. I really appreciate it. This is—it was different. Is, very different.
1: Very different. I loved
0: it, and I appreciate the fact that you were so, like, you gave us
1: all the context. You're so open with your answers. Oh man, you have to be, man. I'm not trying to be cool. We're trying to just create <laughs> great, 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 memories, of man. Of course, of and course, that's this the is, thing. And something, like, a podcast like this is almost like, a, I, I look at it like something like a—it's—it's it's like a a book. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's a book. Mm-hmm. like you can literally sit and listen to this and be like okay no i've got some context about what this kid was all about you know what i mean
0: that was the goal for me mm. for when i even imagined this yeah i just wanted to create a con- context behind the people who i wanted on the show Ah oh, man, just appreciate. to flesh them out for the people who are listening and be like wow i know this person from this this, and this mm. but they're also also this thing as well man beautiful thank you so much for coming thank you very much man this has been an episode of 10 songs about me featuring g money thank you very much and uh guys uh, mm. that's a wrap